Hello, everyone listening. My name is Jamie Cox, and this is Bullseye View. Bullseye View is produced by Out of Their League, my sports media company. This podcast will be focused on all things sports with a few of my very biased sports opinions. Can't say I didn't warn you. So let's settle in for my Bullseye View. All right. So we had a fun filled week of sports. Um, college basketball did not disappoint in the slightest. We had an amazing first weekend of March Madness with a ton of upsets and big surprises. So we're going to break that down a little bit later, go through all the games that have happened and what is to come as the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 play out this weekend. Um, but It was also a big week in the NFL. Free agency is off to a very hot start with a lot of different moving pieces. Um, So the first one is Matt Ryan to the Colts. Um, It's definitely a step up from Carson Wentz, so they should feel grateful. Matt Ryan deserves the absolute best. That man has put himself through all kinds of hell and tried to beat the Atlanta curse um, time and time again. So I hope that the Colts treat him well. He, he definitely deserves it. Um, Mariota is going to take over for the Falcons. Um, don't know if how good a fit that is. Um, he's decent. I don't think he's as good as Matt Ryan, but if they have a good draft, uh, it could work out. This all was kind of overshadowed by the Deshaun Watson to the Browns trade, uh, $230 million guaranteed. So I guess that's to say that you can assault as many women as you want, and all you're going to get is a lot of money guaranteed. Um, I think it's ludicrous. I'm glad that he didn't go to the Falcons, but this is – it's insane. It's an insane amount of money. For who I think is an average QB, I don't know why they would even... I'm not saying he's not better than Baker Mayfield, but the press, the the reputation, it's it's not a, a real big step up. I think the Browns made a pretty big mistake, um, and I think they're going to regret it. But the AFC West continued to make big moves. Uh, Juju is going to the Chiefs. Uh, the AFC West just keeps trying to one-up each other, um, and I'm pretty confident that they are now officially the best division we've ever seen in the National Football League, uh, and I don't really think it's that close. Um, but we'll see how it shakes out once they're actually playing games. Uh, Von Miller going to Buffalo, that could be the final piece of the puzzle that they need to uh, get that elusive Super Bowl. I don't think um, much is standing in their way now. They they really needed that piece, and I think he's going to be a great fit there. Um, another person that's trying to get that elusive Super Bowl, the Bengals, uh, they definitely picked up a lot of O-line help. They got uh, Lyle Collins from the Cowboys. They got another person for the O-line, and hopefully they'll be drafting somebody. So I'm sure Burrow put some pressure on the front office to make sure he got a little bit of help because he deserves help. He took him to the Super Bowl with 
basically a group of fifth grade girls. That's about as, as well as they did at protecting him. So he definitely deserves some help. And if they, if they can get him a stout O-line, I don't, Joe Burrow will definitely be hoisting the Lombardi trophy multiple times in his career. But that's pretty much it for huge NFL trades. Uh, I'm sure there might be a few more. And then obviously the draft is coming up. So we'll definitely get to see what these teams are really going to look like in September. Baseball's obviously coming very quickly. Uh, the major trade that I think everybody was waiting for was the Freddie Freeman. They wanted to see where he was going to end up, and he is going to Los Angeles. He's going to be a Dodger. Um, I won't lie, it's it's a different look. I saw him in his jersey. It's it's definitely different, but I'm sure he'll succeed. Um, the Braves obviously filled the role. Flawlessly, I think that Matt Olson's going to be a good fit there. Uh, and they got Acuna back. They they signed Rosario. They they made some big signings. So I think it'll it'll go well for them. But all Braves fans are very upset about that loss to Freddie Freeman. But that's pretty much it as far as baseball goes. So let's get into what everybody cares about. And by everybody, I mean me. College basketball. Well, it is four days into the tournament. Two rounds have been played, and I am not alone in saying that my bracket is busted. Um, it's not as bad as it could be. I've definitely had worse, but it's not looking good. Um, so I'm just going to start at the top, go through all the first round games, then we'll talk about the second round games, and then a little bit of a preview for that Sweet 16 that'll start tomorrow. So the first game, uh, Gonzaga, Georgia State. Georgia State honestly played a really close game. They looked good, and it was pretty late in the second half, probably like 10 minutes left, that Gonzaga woke up, realized what was at stake, and then proceeded to beat them by 21. So... But Georgia State did play a good game. Uh, Memphis-Boise State, that was a good game as well. That turned out how I thought it would with Memphis winning. UConn got upset by New Mexico State, uh, which was surprising. But I did say a 12 seed almost always upsets a 5 seed. Uh, And that wasn't the only one, but we'll get to that later. Um, Arkansas beat Vermont just like I thought they would. Notre Dame upset Alabama. I was nervous about that game to begin with. I didn't know who to pick because Alabama is so inconsistent. You don't know what team you're going to get. One team can beat Gonzaga and one team could lose to Vanderbilt. You don't you don't know what Alabama team you're going to get. And a bad team showed up on uh on Friday. So They ended up losing that game to Notre Dame. Uh, Texas Tech beat Montana State by 25. So that was a really good game for them. Um, Michigan State won a barn burner against Davidson. They were with suspicious ref calls, but it's Michigan State. So what do you expect? Um, Michigan State obviously pulled it out one by one to advance. And Duke beat CSU Fullerton uh, by 17. So it was a good win. We looked all right. 
Uh, I obviously would have preferred to win by more, but, you know, you can't complain about a double-digit win in March ever. Um, Baylor beat Norfolk State. North Carolina beat Marquette exactly as I thought they would. I hoped for a different outcome, but North Carolina absolutely stomped Marquette. Um, They looked a lot better than they had against Virginia Tech the week before. Um, And then St. Mary's beat Indiana by a lot. UCLA almost got the upset. There was definitely some some sketch happening. Uh, UCLA did almost lose that game to Akron, but they managed to pull it out. Texas actually beat Virginia Tech. That was another game that I was very concerned about. The 6-11 and 11 game, really, it, it did not do well for the higher seeds uh, most of the time, but Texas managed to pull it out. I thought that Virginia Tech would come out on top from that ACC championship and just be ready to to roll, and they just weren't, and Texas ended up winning that game. Uh, Purdue looked great against Yale. Murray State won a close game against San Francisco. And probably the biggest shocker of the tournament was St. Peter's beating Kentucky in overtime. Um, I can't say that I'm sad about it, Obviously, my bracket didn't uh, love it, but if I have to, if I have to sacrifice my bracket to see Calipari lose in the first round, I'll do it every year. Um, so that was a big upset. Arizona beat Wright State big. TCU absolutely destroyed Seton Hall. Uh, UAB uh, lost to Houston. Houston was able to win that game. Uh, Illinois Chattanooga was one of the better games of that opening round, and I really thought Chattanooga was going to pull it off. I uh, watched the whole game, was really, really hoping for some miracles, um, and Chattanooga gave Illinois all that they wanted. Illinois didn't lead until the last 25 seconds of the game, so... I don't think Illinois deserved to win that game, but they ended up uh, winning by one, so that was not exactly how I wanted it to play out. Uh, Michigan ended up beating Colorado State, another 11 seed that inv- that advanced. Um, Tennessee beat Longwood Big. Ohio State beat Chicago, my favorite nun. Very upset about that. Um, Villanova won by 20. Kansas, again, won big. Creighton pulled off a good win against San Diego State, winning by three. The other big 5-12 upset was uh, Richmond over Iowa. That was pretty frustrating. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of people had Iowa at least in the Elite Eight. But, uh not happening this year. They uh, they definitely disappointed. Uh, Providence beat South Dakota State. Iowa State beat LSU, another 11 seed over a six. So Texas was the only six seed that survived to the second round, um, which was not on my bingo card. But I guess I guess we're going with it. Uh, Wisconsin beat Colgate. Miami won a close one with USC, and it 
they almost didn't. It was absolutely ridiculous. If you remember in, in 2010 when Butler almost hit that last shot in the national championship when they lost to Duke, it it looked like that. USC almost hit an insane buzzer beater, but it didn't end up going in. The Hurricanes advanced, and then Auburn beat Jacksonville State to end the round of 64. And as upsetting as the round of 64 ended up being, the round of 32 had a few surprises left up its sleeve in opening weekend. Um, Gonzaga and Memphis played each other, and I really thought Memphis was going to pull off the upset. They played a really good game. But what can I say? The refs just love Drew Timmy. Like, love him. I swear to God, he travels on almost every single drive. It's insane. I, I don't understand how he's not been whistled. Like, he never gets whistled. And he also, he's he moves on his screens. He's just, but the refs love him. That's I think that's why they ended up winning the game. They only won by four. Didn't go how um, I hoped it would. Obviously, I would rather face Memphis or Arkansas uh, if we end up beating Texas Tech, but that's a little bit ahead of the ahead of what we're talking about now. But I I wouldn't mind seeing them instead. But Gonzaga managed to pull it out. Uh, then the next game was New Mexico State Arkansas. That was actually a lot closer than I think people thought it was going to be. Arkansas did manage to pull it out. Um, after that, it was Notre Dame versus Texas Tech. That game was also really close. Notre Dame played a really good game. They just couldn't couldn't hit the shots that they were hitting against Alabama. So Texas Tech did end up winning that game. And um, Duke played Michigan State. Obviously, no one is surprised that the committee had to force another Coach K-Izzo matchup. They, they can't. It's not a successful tournament if they don't see that matchup. So they got it one last time, and Duke took care of business. Uh, They won by nine. It was a really close game. We looked great for a lot of it. Uh, We got down by five, and then our guys actually stood up. They grew up. They acted like a team that cared about winning a game. And Roach, Keels hit big threes. Uh, Paolo played great defense, and and we looked like a really good team. And so I was very happy to get that uh, that win. Gave Coach K number 99 and sent us to the Sweet 16. So it was, it was definitely a good win. Um, Baylor and North Carolina played, and this one was very up and down. Um, as a North Carolina hater, I was unhappy for a large portion of the game because obviously North Carolina hopped out to a really big lead early. Um, and they led by up to 25 points. Uh, and then Baylor realized that they were the defending national champs and they should have some kind of dignity. Uh, they started playing, they ended up getting it to overtime. Um, and it just wasn't enough. They just had to fight back for too long. They they ran out of steam. Um, so North Carolina did manage to win that game. 
sadly. So they are also in the Sweet 16. Uh, UCLA beat St. Mary's pretty good. Uh, Purdue won by 10 against Texas. Unsurprisingly, I didn't. I don't. Didn't see the Longhorns managing that win. They were. Uh, they're just not. Not as consistent as they need to be to win that game. Uh, the next one was Murray State versus St. Peter's, and St. Peter's did it again. I mean, every every year I feel like there's a there's a Cinderella story. There's a team that you just don't expect to get out of their first game, and then they get to the Sweet 16. But St. Peter's is that team, so they beat Murray State by 10, and they're going to be facing Purdue in the next round. So it's it's going to be a good one. Um, Arizona faced TCU, which was also a really close game. Almost all the one seeds had really close games. Um, but Arizona did manage to pull it out and win by five. Houston and Illinois played and Houston beat them by 15. Thank God, because Illinois didn't even deserve to win their first round game. And they probably would have gotten destroyed in the next round anyway. But so Houston managed to win that one. Michigan, Tennessee, this matchup did not happen at all like I imagined it. I did not think that Michigan was good enough to win this game. And not even that, I also thought that Tennessee was too good to lose this game. I thought Tennessee was on a hot streak. I they looked so good in the opening round and I really thought that they were going to show the committee that they should have gotten a better seed. Um, But, you know, it's March Madness, and on any good night, somebody can win. And that is exactly what Michigan did, and they pulled off the upset, and they won uh, by eight and destroyed my bracket. So that was was really awesome of them. Um, Ohio State Villanova played. Villanova won by 10. Kansas won by eight or seven against Creighton. Uh, Like I said, all the one seeds played really close games. Um, So that bodes well for some lower seeds that are hoping for a miracle. Um, Richmond and Providence played. Providence won big. Iowa State pulled off another huge upset and beat Wisconsin. Um, Another thing I did not expect to happen, but it was definitely a lot closer, and I thought that Wisconsin's defense was going to be able to lock it down and not let them score as much, but just didn't happen. Iowa State had some magic left in them. And then the other big upset was Miami over Auburn. Um I cannot I still can't even believe it. and it and it wasn't like it was close it wasn't like Miami threw up a heave at the end to to get out of there with a win I, they they beat them by 18 they didn't they didn't kind of beat them uh it was embarrassing and um I just I did not expect it I did not expect the uh complete collapse of SEC teams that I witnessed this past weekend um, but it just goes to show, I mean, I told y'all I didn't the ACC was having a down year um, and that the SEC, this was going to be their year to really show what their conference is made of. And turns out their conference is made of a bunch of chokers. Um, 
Arkansas being the only team that's that's left to compete for a national title in this second weekend. Um, and the ACC has four, three, has three. So obviously the ACC is better. I think we always knew that. But the Sweet 16 is going to have a lot of great matchups. Uh, Gonzaga will face Arkansas. Duke is going to face Texas Tech, uh, which hopefully Texas Tech is great on defense. If our shots fall, we will win. If if we have another bad shooting night, we will lose, period. Um, they're also like the 250th team in terms of three-point shooting. Uh, but, of course, I mean, against us, they'll probably be like number one in the country. They'll probably have their best shooting night of – probably in school history because that's what happens to us. Um, But if we can keep them contained, play our defense, and if our shots fall, we have a a great shot of getting into the Elite Eight. Um, But it'll definitely be a good game. North Carolina will play UCLA. I swear if the Bruins don't pull this off, I'm literally going to protest that university. Like, we need to stop giving UNC hope that they're – good that because they're not they're lucky and bad officiating follows them they get so many calls and I mean their players are scrubs let's face it so go Bruins um Purdue is gonna face St. Peter's um I mean it should be a blowout Purdue should beat them but I think everyone's been saying that for the last two games that St. Peter's has played. So if Doug can pull it off, I mean, St. Peter's could could make some magic happen again. I mean, you don't know. Um, Arizona is going to play Houston. That should be a pretty good game. Um, I still think Arizona wins, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, Michigan will play Villanova. Again, you you assume that these lower seeds are going to win these games. You assume that Villanova is going to play great and that Michigan just won't. But I don't know. They've they didn't they were a bubble team. They didn't even know if they were going to get in, and then they made it to the Sweet Sixteen and beat one of the best teams in the country last week. So they could do it again. But I would think that Villanova and their coach, Jay, like, I I think they'll win. Uh, Kansas is going to play Providence. Um, again, it's another I, – I don't see Providence winning. I honestly didn't see Providence getting into the Sweet 16, but I think Kansas wins. Bill Self is a hell of a coach, not when it comes to, like, winning the national championship, but, like, getting there. He can get there. And that's all he needs to know how to do. So, I think he beats Providence. And then the last matchup will be Iowa State versus Miami. And this, who knows what's going to happen. This is just going to be crazy basketball because neither one of these people should be here. So, they got nothing to lose. They're playing with house money. And they're just ready to, to play and make some magic happen. So, if ACC superiority wins out, like like it typically does, I mean, come on, then Miami wins. Um, but we'll see. I mean, there's a good shot that 
three ACC teams could be in the Elite Eight. I mean, you don't know. Um, but it should be a good one. Hopefully the the Elite Eight features um, the Blue Devils because I need a reason to live. Um, but it's just going to be a lot of good basketball, just like it was last weekend. So get ready to watch a lot of great teams and some average teams play their hearts out uh, for a chance to to advance and I can't wait to see it. I uh, I hope you guys' brackets are doing better than mine because it's rough out there. But we will talk next week and hear about who is in the final four and who is most likely to win that natty. So can't wait. <laughs>